Welcome to the official Guns Up Nation fan page podcast, the premier voice for the fearless fans of Raiderland and proud supporter of Texas Tech University. Let's meet today's host. Welcome back. You know, after a nice full Thanksgiving of turkey and stuffing to Guns Up Nation and the Guns Up Nation podcast, I, uh, the guys kind of covered for me last week. I, I was on hiatus in Lubbock, you know, seeing family. And uh, Steve, Ryan, Keith, it, it's good to see you guys again or hear from me. How y'all doing? Good to be here. Doing good. I am full of turkey, and that's a good thing. Good thing. I'm glad you got to go up to the Holy Lands. Absolutely. Up in Lubbock, huh? Yes. Very good. Yeah, it, it was good to go and watch the football game. And uh, we, we got a couple of Final Four posters, you know, when we got there. So there's one hanging up in my boy's room. Oh, that's cool, uh, yeah. Where he's going to school, and, and Brooklyn's got one in her room. So it was awesome. a good time. It was a good trip. That's great. I'm glad you had a good time. Ryan, Steve, how was your Thanksgiving? It was good. Still, I mean, still got plenty of leftovers. I mean, we, we knocked out the turkey in record pace, but still got some dressing and a little bit of mashed potatoes, but uh, I might finish that off tonight after we get done recording. It sounds like a plan. Sweet. Yeah. It was fun for us. We uh, just got some house projects done, still still moving into our house, and actually got to uh, squeeze in a round of golf, and that was uh, fun. Of course, I used that term very loosely that I was playing golf there. I just <laughs> wanted to know. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. Very, very... That's how they call it these days. Donating golf balls is what I call it. Very yeah. fortunate at least twice that somebody did not lose a window. Hey, that's good. <laughs> <laughs> hey, fortune favors the bold, Ryan. I'm yeah. telling you. Hey, Speaking yeah. of golf, you know, whenever I play, if there is a road parallel to the hole I'm on, or to the, to the <laughs> link I'm on, it, it gets mental, and every single time I hit it into this tree, every time. <laughs> I can be playing red hot. There's a road parallel to me. I'm cranking that's, it into the street. That's what you're finding. Oh, Golly. Let me tell you, though, guys, yeah. this is this is the same guy that I've, I've witnessed skip a golf ball across <laughs> a pond and onto the green. Not like two or three no. multiple hops on a on a pond into the green. I couldn't believe it. If I didn't see it with my own eyes, I would say he was lying. Good, so good top Steve, spin. <laughs> here's the thing, Steve. Excellent. After you said that about the road, I need to take you to this one course. Because on the 18th <laughs> hole, there is a public road that bisects this hole. So you actually have to go from tee box to green going over a public road. Oh, my. That sounds terrible. <laughs> so, like, Erston, now here's the worst moment I had. I was in Albuquerque when I used to live in Santa Fe. We used to go to Albuquerque all the time and play golf. And there's, um, I can't remember the name of the interstate that goes through there, maybe I 40, whatever. But um, I cranked it into the freeway, to the, <laughs> into the interstate, pounded it off of a Budweiser semi truck. <laughs> No way. <laughs> Don't know where that golf ball went, but I lost it in the sun because it sent it like a thousand miles in the air. So like, I mean, it's I'm just lucky I didn't create like a jackknife incident or something with my golf ball. <laughs> just the fact that that should have been worth the, just the game winner right there. If you can oh. hit a, a, a beer semi truck, that should be like we're done. Back to the golf pro house. We're good. Yeah. yeah. So <laughs> that's instant hole in one. We're yeah. done for that's the day. That's awesome. Yep. Well, Steve. So we are at the end of this football season. It's the regular season. 
Yeah. It has come to an end. How did things go? So, you know what? The uh, pick five is the end. We, were, we finished 14 weeks of it. Um, 80 total games. I'm sorry, 70 total games uh, uh, picked out by all of us. Uh, first of all, congratulations to Brent Clark, who took the uh, number one spot for the uh, regular season. This isn't over yet. Way to go, Brent. But, uh, you know, Brent almost gave it away in the last week. He only – he only almost let my dad catch up. Uh, my dad finished two games behind him, uh, and then James Wallen um, uh, was another three games back behind my dad. But uh, uh, as you all remember, um, we we predict the national champion uh, before the season started, and and so yeah. this is the way it pretty much lays out. So you would presume at this point that the final four teams into the college football playoff at this point are probably. Uh, not Alabama, but Clemson, mm-hmm. possibly Georgia, mm-hmm. uh, definitely LSU, and probably definitely Ohio yep. State. Mm-hmm. So, okay, ba- okay. Based on those four possibilities, uh, if Ohio State wins or if Georgia wins, then Brent Clark will still be the uh, champion for the Pick Five challenge for this year. However, if if Clemson wins, then my dad will take the top spot. Man. <laughs> and even crazier, if LSU wins, then I win the top spot. That would be crazy. Yeah. I mean, it's yeah. bad enough that of the four of us, you're the one that's leading us. Yeah. <laughs> I know. I have a hard time with yeah. that. Yeah. And, and the, what uh, the heck? Let's, let's, just, let's clarify that, too. The man who picked the games is leading us. <laughs> yeah, 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 exactly. There's something wrong with this picture, Steve. Even though Clemson is, is my pick for the uh, national champion, I'm pulling for Clemson just simply because I want to see your dad win. I don't want to see him finish second place two years in a row. Yeah, exactly, exactly. And he deserves it. I mean, he le- he's, he's like you, Ryan. He legit studies it. And uh, had you not been on the, uh, the host panel with us, you would have had the time to properly study up and, and no doubt uh, repeat the championship. But I'm painfully aware of, of, of the look looks I'll get if I take the top spot, especially after I pick all the games. So I am rooting for that to not happen. So well, I'll, I'll go, just, LSU, go LSU. I'll, I'll take responsibility for my picks because the last two weeks, you know, I was feeling the pressure. I knew I had to uh, go for some underdogs here, some some picks that other people weren't doing. And, you know, hopefully that I could get ahead and just the team just didn't pull it. But, you know, it didn't work out for me. I'll tell you what has me depressed. What has me depressed. The lack of hurricanes. No. <laughs> I've got the same record as Noel. That's what got me down in the dumps. I should not have looked at the people who are around me on that, yeah. on that thing. I, just, I, I don't think I can tolerate that, knowing that Noel and I have the same score. <laughs> That's funny. I didn't so, want to look at it because I didn't want to see everybody that was above me. So let's yeah. put it that way. <laughs> so, I was happy that I ended on a solid three and two instead of a two and three. Yeah, I, yeah. You I know you, you overexceeded your expectations. I, I, I finished strong, man. Oh boy. So you know, as we look at the uh, host, um, you know, I as mentioned, I took the top record at forty-one and twenty-nine. Um, see, Ryan, you were forty and thirty as. You know, I, I don't have to win that championship as long as I beat Ryan. That's all that matters to me. But uh, uh, let's see, Keith, you were at 36 and 34. And, John, you were – Kelly, where are you? <laughs> That's not a good sign. <laughs> where are you on this thing? 
Oh, there you are. You're 38 and 32. Okay, so you beat Keith. Oh, oh yeah. So yeah, thanks for that. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> so anyway, yeah. so yeah. That's funny. That that is it. I mean, it's uh, got 14 weeks flew by fast. I mean, it just seemed like we were just getting started yeah. with the uh, college football season, and, and now now that is out of the way, and you know we're just a couple weeks away from the uh, the uh, first bowl game starting. I, I know this week will be uh, a lot of conference championship games and some traditional rivalries that are left over for the season. But uh, so speaking of bowl games, uh, in their very near future, I'll, I'll be posting the um, the uh, link to the bracket challenge that we'll be hosting is actually going to do it through the ESPN site. So, so, uh, and if you know anything about ESPN, if you win their bracket challenge, then you can win a million dollars. So, so, so a couple options here with guns up nation podcast, you can, you can have bragging rights. You can have uh, bragging rights in the nation and then, uh, you can possibly win a million dollars paid for by ESPN. So there you go. Hey, that's not a bad deal. deal. I don't don't think that anybody who, who, who did the way they did on our little pick five is going to be holding back and suddenly come forward with a million winner. Yeah. <laughs> you just never know. Lightning in a bottle though. You just never know. That's, that's for sure. It'd be cool if somebody did. Yeah, for sure. It would. Let's hope they go to mancation. Cause that'll be a heck of a, there you go. <laughs> <laughs> well, I tell you what, that was fun. And I got to say, Steve, thanks for all of the work. You did a lot of work, making sure everybody was reminded, making sure everything was up to date, researching what you know, researching, of course, that's why you're at first. But anyway, glad that you did all those things. And uh, I'm, I'm really, I really appreciate it. You put a yeah. heck of a lot of effort into that. So thank I, you. I love it. It's a nice little break from my weekly routine. So it's a lot of fun and, and, uh, and I, you know, beating Ryan's never a bad thing. So, <laughs> so that one no. He he did he did (laughs) oh man so so john i'm I'm curious you you went to a basketball game in lubbock right yep sure did yeah so i mean was it just a different experience than the other basketball game you've you've attended for tech oh lord yeah like we i've got pictures from when we were there two years ago with my brother and, and his kids um that the stands were not as full mm. uh, hardly any students were there um you know my niece and nephew kept saying no the see their stepdad works for instance right and so he kind of kind of has a, an in with how many tickets are sold and, and he said no you need to get there right now as soon as possible because it's going to be sold out or close to it i said there's no way right it's thanksgiving you know the students are going home or whatever we got there, and you had a whole slew of students already there, right, lined up, mm. no, no, ready to wow. go. Uh, my kids are getting into it. Um, you know, there at the end, they, 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 the students really were the atmosphere, you know, while we were there. Um, that they, they were excited, so my kids were excited, so we were excited. Uh, when Tech finally pulled away, you know, the, that first half was terrible. They gave up 40 points. Um, but when they started pulling away in the second half, you know, Beard kind of smelled blood. He turned around and started waving his arms in the stands and you know, wanted the fans to get louder. And we left and just said, you know, it's one thing to hear, but since we saw it ourselves, um, he's done something different you know, in that community. And I know they lost twice you know, already in Las Vegas, but – uh, frankly, I think that Jim's curse. <laughs> they just needed to leave. Uh, but he's yeah. done something special in Lubbock. And 
I, I know I don't think they're very good you no know, right now in the grand scheme of things. I think when you have ten new players uh, on a national runner-up, you know, from last year, you're going to have some learning pains. And so, uh, to answer your question, Steve, it was a different feel in Lubbock. Uh, more people, more excitement in the air. Um, my my niece and nephew loved it, but it was two dollar popcorn. <laughs> <laughs> so, so, so they enjoyed that. It, I know two years ago it wasn't near that cheap, uh, but just everybody in Lubbock, you know, that works with Tet basketball needs to be commended. That was a Sunday afternoon after church was out, uh, and it was still a big crowd. You know, just with a lot of people there. Um, Definitely different, Steve. Far different than anything I've seen. Yeah, that's awesome. That's awesome. In November, anyway. You know, you know, looking at this team, you know, they're to me they're in probably the most athletic players we've ever had on the basketball team. I mean, you know, to me it's like watching a bunch of kids yeah. jumping in a bouncy house. I mean, they're all. I mean, they're all over the place. I mean, you know, just falling out of the bouncy house and everything on our team. And uh, <laughs> it, it, it's, you know, I think once yeah. they, I think, you know, if they slowed it down a little bit and took that extra pass, I know, you know, Keith and I talked about this yesterday, you know, coach will get it done. He's the right guy for the job and he'll, you know, they'll be very competitive. They'll make the tourney, no doubt about that. But, uh, you know, there's going to be these growing pains over the next few weeks. And, and uh, no doubt, hopefully these two losses realize, let them realize, hey, look, it's not easy to, to stay at the top and you're going to have to work even harder to, to get there. And uh, so, you know, it should be interesting to follow. The, this next month should uh, see this team gel, hopefully. They're young, for sure. Yeah. And it's just kind of like last year. You know, there were – who was it that posted that tweet, John, about, you know, it was somebody uh, on the Goods Up Nation. Caleb, yeah. He, he put together a bunch yeah, of tweets from last year. And it sounded exactly like it would have been posted this week. And he's like, this is exactly what was posted about this time last year about the team. And it was really interesting how parallel it was. It's kind of Ooh. funny. So we'll have to retweet that when I, when I find yeah. it because it was, it was pretty Please interesting. Do. Oh, I archived it. It was good stuff. I archived this tweet, you know, and, and I'll definitely be sharing it. And if Tech can spring some upsets or maybe get better you know, later on because we, we have great fans and, and, and a lot of people support our pages, but – you know, some I think they just meddle there just to just to find something to, to gripe about. Yeah. And uh, every, every once in a while, we'll, we'll just reshare that. You know, down the road. So, um, we'll see. We'll see. Maybe Tech will get better, and and it'll all work out. But but yeah, that was Caleb. That was Caleb's tweet. Yeah, it's, Caleb has a good job, man. That's really. I'll find it. I'll retweet it off of the Guns Up Voice podcast page. So, pretty good stuff. So yeah. Well, Ryan, I'll turn over yeah. to you. What, what's your thoughts about the wrapping up this football season? What do you think? What's your What's your vision of the future and the past here? My vision. Yes. Well, let's just say it's not crisp. <laughs> That's you know you need to see Dr. Ryan Butler in Austin, Round Rock, you. Texas. Yeah. <laughs> are, are you talking about tech football? Are you talking about in the nation as a whole? What do you? What are, what are we? What kind of scope are we doing here? Let's start with tech football and go. How from there. how wide do you want this circle to be? Tech football. I, I think tech football is in the right place. I think, you know, given the atmosphere that we have, uh, the, the the new coach, um, the new coach, and 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 all of the injuries that we had this season. I mean, that was the headline of this season. That that was what took the 
precedent over everything that happened. I mean, you can tie it down. Yeah, you can talk about, oh, this ref should have made that call and this person should have done this over here. But, but it really comes down to, you know, because when, when you have injuries, it, it's, it's not just the talent that you're losing from that person. You're losing that person's on-field leadership. And that is the most important thing about that person. Um, a lot of times fans will ask, well, why, why is coach keeping that person in the game? Well, a lot of times coach is keeping that person in the game, not so much because of what they bring with their hands and their feet and their physical prowess, but, but, but just the, the leadership that they put in there and how they get everybody's head together, uh, on, on that side of the ball. And so an injury goes far more reaching, uh, than, than what we as fans see. Um, I, I think once we have a, even just a couple of recruits, uh, I, I really don't think we are that far away. Just looking at the stats, looking at what these players have done on both sides of the ball. Um, hallelujah. We finally have a special teams uh, uh, side of the ball that can keep from making the ESPN bottom 10 reel every single week. Um, <laughs> so, you know, it's one thing we don't have to worry about anymore, you know? Um, but But I really honestly believe that, we get just a few, just a couple, uh, on the over the whole team, uh, key recruits, and and I think we have something really special uh, here here in Lubbock. Um, now now moving out in into the uh, into the conference. Quite frankly, I, I I really don't look at the other teams, uh, so I don't know our our in conference competition. But I will tell you, uh, going through this pick five challenge uh, this season. Unlike last season, these games were not as predictable. Um, a lot of, and I mean a whole lot of games, did not make sense. The statistics just did not clearly point in one specific direction. And when I say the statistics, I'm not talking about Las Vegas. I'm talking about um, the, the the past performances. And you know, if you've got a team that does really well on defense uh, versus a team that's historically been weak on offense. That doesn't mean that uh, that team came out the winner. Um, this season, uh, you had a lot of different predictors pointing in all different directions, and just very few of these games made sense. So um, I think it's good for college football. I think it's good because it mixes up a lot of the talent to a lot of the traditionally smaller teams. Um, I think it'll be interesting to see how the, how the future goes uh, with this whole allowance for paying players now, uh, and the whole, yeah, uh, strange. yeah, it's going to be very, very strange, but you know, if we're being honest with ourselves, this has been going on for a while, you know, yeah. this has been going on. All the big programs have been doing it. It's, uh, it's been very hush. You know, you get the story about, Oh, this kid grew up in the, in, in the sticks and, you know, this kid had no money and he was not from money and raised in a single parent home, this and that. And then he drives onto campus with a golden brand new Lexus. I mean, come on y'all. Yeah. Um, so it's been going on. Uh, I don't know if it's going to change any, then again, it may just change all of college football and turn it on its head. Who knows? You know, I, <clears throat> I guess, you know, you know, Ryan, you say we're a couple players away and you know, I don't, I, I'm curious, you know, you're per, perspective what is the, the away from what from a bowl game from uh when the conference championship uh I, well okay well being the being the being the homer yet uh the uh the uh the observant yet objective tech fan i, I would say being competitive for for the conference title maybe maybe not winning it 
but at least being in the sentence. You know, we were in the sentence before, you know, when people were talking about Texas Tech National Championship. You know, there was a time where you would say National Championship in Texas Tech and people would laugh at you. After that mm -hmm. 2008 season, they weren't laughing anymore. Even though that season didn't end the way we wanted it to, you know, people stopped laughing. Um, you know, I, I, I think uh, it, it, it really is not out of the equation to, to see Tech as a perennial contender for a conference championship. Now, where it leads from there, you know, I mean, that, 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 that depends heavily, too, on uh, not, not just our little old team, but, you know, um, all the other traditional powerhouses as well. Right. No, I, I agree with you. It's uh, it, it was it's it was fun feeling like you were being talked about in a fearful way, instead of a let's just check that one off as a win way, you know. Mm -hmm. And I miss those days. Like you say, I I don't ever necessarily feel like I was upset that we weren't well. And you know, of course, we all want to win the national championship. We all want to win the district or not the district, but the conference championship. But just feeling like we were competitive and feeling like people were freaked out when they had to play at Jones stadium. That was fun. You know, I really enjoyed that. And I just don't, I, I'm ready to get at least back to that level. Hmm. Totally agree. I don't know. I'm glad the season's over. Uh, I mean, I hate to sound negative, but it was just, it was frustrating. And thing is we knew it was going to be. And um, so, you know, I really like Wells. I really think he is the right coach for this team. And I have no doubt about that. Just the standpoint that this team plays a lot smarter, even though we had some stupid losses due to some stupid decisions made. Mm. I really do feel, though, that you know this team executes better and smarter. Uh, I really hope we have a much better position at quarterback next year. Mm -hmm. And I think we need to have some stability there and, and just really a guy that can you know not overthrow all the time would be great. And uh, defense look great. We'll see how Jordan Brooks gets replaced on next yep. next season. And uh, but you know, already some good recruits you know being identified and be on campus next year. So that's pretty exciting to see. And and um, you know, I think he Coach Wells is the type of coach that all these players want to play for, and they see see him as somebody that's going to help them. I'm sure, mm -hmm. they have a long career not just in college but in the pro, in the pros. And sure, you know, and that's how you get the great players. Certainly. Well, and one other thing we need to look at, too, is knowing how uh, Wells coaches. And now that he's in a much bigger program with, you know, a lot more uh, visibility, a lot more power, a lot more money, a lot more ability to go out and recruit, you need to start looking at the depth. I know that's something that as tech fans, we've just not been able to talk about. You know, we've got our first stringers and then the second stringers just kind of get lost because nobody really knows them because they're all freshmen. Um, but uh I, part of that equation is we're going to start seeing some, uh, you know, some of the depth on the field. So, hey, we get an injury or somebody's got to come off the field. We know that the person that replaces them uh, is, is equally as good. I agree. I agree. I think that was one of the biggest problems we had at that UT game was we started yeah. having so many injuries on that defense. Yep. It was already thin. And, right. you know, you made a comment. I don't know if it was last week's podcast or what, Ryan, but you were talking about how many injuries were on the UT side. And yeah. while that may be true, you're right, though. The depth is the key to the yeah. Longhorns bench, right? They had people who could jump in and reload. Yeah. That's and right. that's just something that we couldn't have. And that's it's mm -hmm. a shame. 
Um, but I think you're right. If we can if we can get a two or three deep in some of these key positions and yep. and try to keep those people, um, that's another problem that that we seem to have is you know we thin out because a lot of people are transferring. I think we just saw another freshman hit the transfer portal tonight. I think John, oh, really? if I remember right, yeah, hmm. yeah. And um, so who was that? Do you remember? No, I don't. Um, I, I do know that. Uh, you know, football, you know, just one thing to just quick note historically, you know, everybody jumped on Kingsbury's bandwagon, you know, in year one when he went 7-0, and you know, game busting out the woodwork. You know, just everybody thought it was going to be great. And I thought so too. I was one of them. And one of the hurtful things about Kingsbury's career was it seemed like he really regressed after year one. I mean, he kind of got a little back with Mahomes, but – he that mojo going seven and zero in his first year just simply mm. never came back, yeah. and I, I would rather you know this year sucked. You know, I don't have no way, way to paint it. You no, know, so many close losses right there on the door. Um, I would rather Tech have this kind of a year mm. and then get better right in year two and in year three and in year four than start out like Cliff did and then just have the rug pulled out from under you. Um, mm. My wife won't let me say that because she loves Cliff. But but I. Uh, <laughs> uh, but what wife doesn't? Yeah, oh, I know, I know. <laughs> um, but no, I don't remember who which recruit that was. But but uh, that's just a quick thought on football. Yeah. yeah. Hey Keith, I'm curious. You know what? What's your thoughts on the the rumors of Graham Harrell uh, possibly landing at UT? But, well, it's 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 making a lot of noise. It really is, and I. I hate that. Um, you know, <laughs> how ironic would that be of the man that, that we had one of our shining moments against the Longhorns goes to coach for him, you know, but, um, I, I don't know. I, uh, I, I can see that, that it would be attractive to get a, I mean, that's a pretty prestigious position yet. It's, I, you know, if, if I was an offensive coordinator, would you be a little terrified to, <laughs> to jump into a, a, a UT program? I just, it feels like almost the kiss of death for some people, yeah. but, um, but you know, you, you can't, you can't fault somebody wanting to get into a program of that calendar caliber and try to make a difference. And so, you know, as much as I hate to see that Graham Harrell might be the person going there, I can also see why he might want to, you know, I mean, it's yeah. no different than Cliff Kingsbury going to A&M for a while. I mean, why not make a name of yourself in a, in a program that's a storied program. And yeah. so, um, you know, I, I can't fault him. I, I hate to see it, but I can't fault him at all. I guess my worry yeah. for for Graham is, you know, he went to USC and, and and really to try to help Clay Helton win and hopefully preserve his job and be the coach of the future for USC. And next year is potentially going to be the same thing for Tom Herman. And uh, I'm just worried that, you know, he's going to go there Ooh. and he'll have some success. He's had some success at USC. I mean, he, you know, was already highly taught, you know, taught as a um, – great QB coach and a great developer of young QBs and, and he'll probably do the same thing at UT if he goes there. I'm just worried that if, if Tom Herman doesn't deliver to the Lauren expectations, then Tom Herman's going to be out. And so is Graham Harrell and everybody else. So. Yeah. Yeah. So. It's true. Hopefully. I don't know that it, that's, that it's gotta be a tough thing being in the coaching carousel. You know what I mean? It's uh, if, unless you're just a fully, 
you know, if you're Nick Saban or <laughs> Dabo Sweeney, it's it's a it's a hard position. I mean, yeah, they get paid big bucks, but it could be a short tenure too, you know. So well, just imagine you, being some of these kids coming out of high school. I mean, they only get that one shot. Whereas if you're right. in the coaching ring, you know, you can sometimes time your move, but you know, you're coming out of high school. You're coming out of high school, whether it's ready or not. <laughs> yeah, yeah, you're right. You're yeah. right. So. You know, and I saw a couple of people uh, decommitting from the Longhorns this week because of some of the people that got fired, probably. Mm. Um, saw, saw a couple of people said, I'm officially decommitting from Texas and opening my search back up. And so as, as it would happen, you know, they're probably going to wait and see where the people they're loyal to ends up, you know. Um, mm. So you never know what happens in those games. But, you know, best of luck to, to Graham. I, I think the role to him. I'm glad that he is, you know, he... I'm frustrated that he never had an NFL shot, um, but I'm glad to see that he's having some success as a as a college coach. And I hope that wherever he ends up, that he has success, even if it is, even if it is a Longhorns. I I want to see him be successful. So that's all I can say about it. Yeah. So anyway, awesome. but yeah, yeah, looking forward to it. But you know, as far as this season for football, have you all felt like this? You you kind of alluded to it, Ryan. This season in itself was it, there was a lot more parody in some of these mm. football programs than there has been in years past. Mm. You know, I mean, you never saw a clear Oklahoma favorite in on the weekends, yep. you know, Alabama, when was the last time they lost two in the regular season? You True. know, I mean, we've talked about LSU, obviously they're, they're cranking it out, you know, Clemson still the sleepy killer over there that nobody talks about, which mm-hmm. is really weird to me and Tell Ohio me state. It. But, but other than that, I mean, you, you know, there's, there's a lot more, there's a lot more parody. There's a lot more competition. Just like you say, even in the pick five challenge, you said you're right. It shows that, that, that it's harder and harder to pick a clear cut winner, especially for me. But let's just not go there. <laughs> but um, but you know, it just it was a lot more fun of a season, I think, to watch college football for that reason. Yeah, hmm. yeah. So I'm curious, like, if you were to to pick the national champion right now, based upon what what we know about the first 14 weeks of the season right now, who who would be your pick? Who are you asking? Any any of y'all, Ryan? I'm 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 still going with Clemson. You know, yeah. I mean, they're not being talked about very much. They're being ignored, but they still have a strong team. They got a lot of their team there. Um, I mean, they are. I mean, they're just locked and loaded. It seems like from last season. I'm still going with them. Yeah, Keith, what do yeah. you think? Uh, you know, I am too. They, uh, you know, they're they're just a silent killer. They they mm-hmm. they've had a couple of close games this year. But I mean, when they've really wanted to to lock in and and do the right thing, they they did. And Lawrence picked up when he wanted to. Yep. I mean, Etienne's just a powerful running back, so you can't yep. you can't say that they don't have the weapons to take it all again. Um, you know, if I was going to if I was going to pick a, a competitor, my my and Steve, I'm proud of you for calling this. My my sleeper killer is BLSU. Yeah. I'm blown away by how much improved they are. They're yeah, for fantastic sure. this year. They've been fun to watch. Well, he's so, using the word impressed right now, but if LSU goes on to win, Steve, just know that we're going to change that word to disgusted. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> absolutely. No other way yeah, to put it. Yeah, man, what a fun game that would be, though, the Clemson versus LSU, the Battle of the Tigers. And, oh, uh, that would be fun. And, man, yeah, I, love, yeah, I can't even say his last name, Ed Ogeron or whatever his name is. I mean, is there a more perfect match for coach and school than than those two together no, i mean not at all it's like I'm watching the water boy it is it hey, is was it uh, was it you that said it somebody said uh earlier last week they said the real competition was between ed ogeron and the closed caption guy 
Yeah. What <laughs> wasn't me, but whoever said it was pretty good. Oh, it's <laughs> really good. So okay, this is what's this is what's impressed me. Look, we haven't talked about Ohio State right much, but I I'll tell you. I'll, let me just be completely honest with you. Until yesterday, I couldn't have told you who their head coach was. Mm. Who is it? Yeah, exactly. Isn't that crazy? I mean, yeah. you know, you don't know. I mean, every you know, we had some some big name coaches in there, but the you know, but they don't have the they don't have the you know the the name brand coach. But his name is Ryan Day, and he was a former quarterback that's now the head coach of Ohio State. Oh wow! And yeah. you know, you remember Urban Meyer and all these people. Mm-hmm. But yeah, yeah, Ryan Day. Anybody know that? I didn't nope. know that until yesterday. Nope. I had to Google it. Wow. I'm like, wow. I think about all these big powerhouse programs and this, the Sabins, the, you know, Swinney's and all these people, but you never hear about this guy and he's killing it up there, you yeah, know? Totally. So pretty impressive. So it'll end up being a trivia question somewhere. Yeah, definitely. I'm telling you, it's pretty, pretty crazy. So I, I thought that was, that was funny for me. Cause I was like, I don't even know who that is. I've got to find that out. So <laughs> pretty it, wild. It, it's really crazy. You know, speaking of coaches, just how the coaching carousel is already just running at full speed right now. I mean, Chris Peterson stepping down at Washington today and, uh, mm-hmm. and you know, they, they're sort of making that sound like it's the same, same things for similar to Bob Stoops or Urban Meyer, just ready to get out of it for a while, that type of deal. And maybe that's the case, but you know, Missouri has an opening Florida state. Um, I'm sure I'm thinking of missing some other big ones out there, but um, I mean, USC presumably is going to be open soon and a little yep. speculation that UCLA is going to move on from uh, their coach. And so it's going to be interesting to watch. It's, uh, you know, Mike Leach is wearing out as wearing out as welcome in uh, Washington state as well. So well, he's playing as playing as usual game. Yeah, yeah, that's true. Yeah. So yeah, it'll be, it's, it's an interesting shakeup. It'll be fun to see what happens in the off season again, but yeah. yeah. But I've, I've been I've had a fun college football season, so I'm excited about this. Yeah, this for year's sure. been more more fun to me, not just watching tech, but the other teams too. You know, I was I enjoyed it. So yeah. good stuff. We've got a couple of weeks left in the year. Um, next week, just so people know, we have a really cool surprise that we're going to be doing with a team up of sorts with some other folks, and so stay tuned because it's going to be a sudden surprise announcement the day that we release this as to what we're doing but the neat thing is is hopefully we're going to be able to unite a lot of tech fans with this and so i'm very excited about the opportunity to do this next week so uh be kind of in time for some of the big basketball games coming up the new york city basketball games and the like that we're going to be talking about and just recapping the year too so i'm looking forward to that um, and then after that, we'll, we'll probably have one more. I know that um, Carol of Lights history, since Carol of Lights is coming back up too. And other than that, just wanted to kind of give you a heads up on things to come. So pretty going to be pretty exciting. Awesome. awesome. Sounds like a fitting close to the year. Do y'all do any skiing? Do, I, do y'all ski at all? Not I anymore. Mean, it's been years. Well, I'm too afraid what, I'm going to lose a knee. <laughs> what about what about snowboarding? Never. No way. Absolutely well, so, so, not. Well, what what did the pessimistic snowboarder say when he got off the ski lift? Man, that's a good question. No idea. Yeah. It's all downhill from here. Oh, nice. Boy. Yeah. Nice. Thank you. Oh, boy. I didn't know we were going to joke time, but uh, I, just real quick, did y'all do any Black Friday shopping or any Cyber uh, Monday stuff today? You know, thank goodness for online. That's all I got to say. Yeah, yeah. 
Did a little shopping online, but that's it. Yeah, same here. Well, I was actually uh, shopping online for a pair of shoes, and uh, you know, it occurred to me if if thieves thieves wear sneakers and artists wear sketchers, then linguists must wear Converse. Oh my gosh! <laughs> Deep thought, right, guys? That's a that's something. Oh. <laughs> 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 okay, that's actually pretty good though. That's, yeah. That is wow. things things to ponder for yeah. sure. Yeah. yeah, we're gonna leave this one up to me now. Okay. I mean, well, technically, were... we're still in fall because you know we just had Thanksgiving. We're looking forward to winter, but most people don't realize this. But the person that wrote the uh, the story for Humpty Dumpty that autumn was actually his his favorite season. Did y'all know that the artist for autumn. Humpty Dumpty? I, yeah, because he had a great fall. Because he had a great fall. Hey, uh, <laughs> hey. <laughs> you know, John's battery died at the right time. He doesn't even want to be here in, involved with this. And yeah. can you blame him? Really? Apparently, John doesn't know that you can actually talk on your phone and have it plugged into the charging cable at the same time. <laughs> So we'll give him an update in 2020. It's all good. It's all good. Hey, hey I have another deep thought for y'all. Okay. Uh, okay. So if tomb is pronounced tomb and womb is pronounced womb, why isn't bomb pronounced boom? <laughs> it's a good question. Yeah. It would make a lot yeah. more sense, wouldn't it? It would. Oh. Being that hey, English I'm, language. Yeah. It's a, it's a, you're a cunning linguist. <laughs> Thank you. So Thank you. you're welcome. I, I, want, I wanted to tell you about this girl who only eats plants, but you've probably never heard of her before. <laughs> oh, wow. <laughs> <laughs> wow. Uh, oh, man. Uh, I really like that one. <laughs> my, my last one, guys. Okay, let's hear so, it. You know, uh, for, for Thanksgiving Day, after they have the Thanksgiving parade, you know they have the uh, the is it the Philadelphia Dog Show where they name the best in class, best in show. Mm-hmm. So we watch that every year. I mean, the kids love watching these dogs, and it's like a two-hour program of every kind of dog that's officially recognized. Well, it was really kind of cool because they had a new uh, they had a, actually a new dog, a new species, if you will, of dog that they allowed into the show, and it was. <laughs> A dog that does magic. You know what the name of it was? A Labradabra Cadouble. A Labracadabrador. <laughs> Close. Man, Steve, you made it to the next breed. Yeah. That's- <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you ain't some- seen nothing yet. Uh, that's a good one, man. Uh, that's a good one. Well, fellas, it's been, it's been fun. I'm glad we got a chance to recap the pick five in the football season. Ready for some baseball. Ready for some basketball. Ready for some. I'm just ready for some spring sports at Texas yeah, Tech. Let's put it that for way. For sure. We're so, ready for 2020. I am ready for 2020. So we're looking forward to the the bowl pickums. So we're looking forward to you sending out the information on that, Steve. And again, thanks for everything that you did for the pick five. And uh, Ryan, I'm going to let you wrap this one up for us. Red Raider fans, it's been a tough season. We know it. We've had them before. We're going to have them again. We're Red Raiders. <laughs> but we love each other. We love our school, we love our traditions, we love our going band, we love our saddle tramps, we love our cheerleaders, we love our meat judging team. 
And of course, we love our basketball team and our baseball team. But gosh darn it, win, lose, or draw, I don't care if they go 0-12, we still love our football team. And every day, we are a Red Raider. So Red Raider fans, keep your guns up, and we'll see you next time. Wreck of Tech. Amen, brother. See y'all next time. Take care, everybody. Thanks for listening to the Guns Up Nation podcast. The opinions expressed in this podcast are those of the fan page administrators, podcast hosts, and fans, and do not reflect the opinions of Texas Tech University or its affiliates. We are proud to support Texas Tech, its students, alumni, and fans.